Snappers, it's Hayley and Ross here again for Pod Snappery. Because who needs lofty expert opinion anyway? Uh, how are you today, Ross? Yeah, not doing too bad. I do have an extra child in the house now, though, so I'm 100% more exhausted than last time we spoke. <laughs> I know. So you just you've had a kid since the last time I spoke to you. Yeah. Well, I didn't birth it or anything, but um, yeah, child did a great job, and uh, yeah, now the proud father of three. I mean, listeners may remember episode one where we talked in detail about, I just remember something about a garden hose, and I feel like that will never leave me in my association with children. Are we talking garden hose action again? Yeah, and it actually went a lot better. So Haley's referring to um, amateur fathers trying to cut the umbilical cord for the first time, and uh, I referred to it as like trying to cut a garden hose that's been left in the, the sun for too long. Uh, this time I can tell you that I got a much cleaner snip on it and I'm feeling much better about it. In fact, if anyone wants me to cut their children's umbilical cords, I'm willing to offer my services. Is this going to have lasting impacts, like this new one? Is, is, is she got a better chance of survival than the last one and your, your pathetic uh, garden hose hacking attempts? Yeah, well, ironically, I don't know if it's linked or not, but her belly button has healed a lot better than her older sister's. So... Maybe I was um, struggling with the umbilical cord cut the first time. <laughs> I'm at a reminder of that fact now. As a teenager, she can throw that back in your face. Remember, Dad? Remember when you fucked up my umbilical cord cutting? Yeah, she only swims in one-piece swimsuits and gets around in full-length dresses. Has never worn a crop top. It's all Dad's fault. <laughs> Um, so today, look, our magazine's appropriate. We've got Girlfriend, uh, circa May 2015. I don't know if you're pronouncing it properly. I think it's called Girlfriend. <laughs> thank, thank you for the correction there. Yeah. Um, so Girlfriend, uh, this issue, um, freedom, what does it mean to you? Well, fuck all now that you're a parent for the third time. <laughs> yeah, no, freedom is long gone in my life. Uh, I look forward to reading this issue again in 20 years when I've got all the bastards out of my house. <laughs> So this is Australia's number one teen mag. Well, it certainly was in 2015. I'm not sure. Readers might have to, or listeners might have to tell us if that's still the case. It's been surpassed by Justin Bieber monthly since then. So. <laughs> Probably. Um, so we're going to talk flawless Popeyes, mermaid tails and full lips. Um, and, you know, maybe the story you have to read, you know, capitalised on the have, I pulled my hair out until I was bald. So that's what we've got to look forward to in today's episode. Teenage onset insanity. So, <laughs> Love or nah, the ultimate crush tip. Actually, I've, I've got to raise with you something, Ross. I've got to clear the air on something because I, I, I've had a bit of listener feedback. Listener um, feedback, finally. Uh, yeah, we need, we need like a, a, a sound effect for that. Yeah, uh, wah, 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 oh. <laughs> I'll edit something in later. Yeah. Um, so a bit of a listener feedback. Listener feedback. Um, you know, it's been so fantastic. And please, guys, if you have any feedback or any thoughts of what we're doing well, what, what we, we definitely need to cut out immediately, we'd love to have it. But so I had some feedback uh, from a friend of ours that said, this entire podcast series seems to be some, some uh, thing I've set up to express my undying love for Ross. Uh, so apparently these whole episodes are just my flirtatious giggling at Ross's funny or largely unfunny comments and remarks. Um, how do you feel about that, Ross, as I look at you and bat my eyelids? Well, I, I hadn't thought about it until you started unbuttoning your top, but uh, no, 
I, I didn't think you were flirting with me, but I do have terrible radar and, uh, you know, understanding of the female seductive ways. So, I don't know, you could be proposing marriage right now and I'd never know. But, no, I didn't think you were in love with me. I think um, I'd be very curious to test out this theory that this listener's got. Have you got any ideas of how we could do that? Well, thankfully, thankfully Girlfriend has supplied us with love or nah. The ultimate uh, crush test. So I figured that maybe we'll take a little bit of a test and we can check it out for ourselves. What do you reckon? Uh, I'm going to say love to that. I would never <laughs> say nah to an online test. <laughs> can men and women be friends, Ross? I mean, especially when one of the, when one part of that is in a same-sex relationship with another woman. And especially when the other one can barely be called a man in the first place. <laughs> I guess I've been assigned the gender of male from birth. I'm doing my best to live up to it, but it's tough. Um, and, but look, I, I mean, I, I'm really curious to this test, actually, because you and I have always had a great friendship. We've had a great relationship. Does that mean on some level we do fancy each other? So is there a low-level, underlying, yeah. unspoken, yes. unacted-upon love that's fueling our friendship... Or are we actually friends apart from our male-female mating potential? I definitely feel like platonic relationships are, are possible and happening and real. I clearly don't, which is why I'm taking this test. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I'm staring at you lovingly from across the table. Okay, let's do this. So, girlfriend, Australia's number one teen mag... Tell me, am I uh, am I in love with Ross? You you take me through the test and you can ask me the. All questions. right, so I will be I'll okay. be asking the questions and okay. ha- and the, the, it does appear to be multiple choice. So Haley's going to give her her best answers and we'll see if she's actually in love with me oh, or not. This could cause some issues, right? Okay, yeah. let's just see. Let's do it. All right, question number one, Haley. Yeah. What do you think about as soon as you get up in the morning? Do you a snooze? Where's my snooze button? Oh, hello. B, I wonder what my best friend Ross is doing today and if we'll hang out today. I've literally never had that thought. <laughs> or option C, where's my phone so I can call my best friend Ross? Definitely option one. I, I, I hope that you don't take this the wrong way. I have never thought about you a single time I've opened my eyes ever. I'm not offended at all, Haley, that you've never thought about me first thing in the morning. First thing I think about is um, clearing out my bladder and... Um, <laughs> And scratching that testicle itch that's been bothering me in my half-dozing nature for the last half hour. So, no, it's fine. It's fine. Question number two. Yeah. When your best friend Ross talks to you, uh-huh. which one of these best describes what you are thinking? Okay. Uh, A. I could listen to my best friend Ross talk for hours. <laughs> B. When is he going to finish? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that on my face? Or? Yeah. When is Ross going to come to completion? Uh, C. I wish I could kiss him. (laughs) Or D. I love when he talks to me. I feel so special. What? what, It's got to be one of these answers. Oh, okay. You cannot come up with option E. What's the first one again? I could listen to Ross talk for hours. Oh. Well, I don't think that, but I could listen to you talk, Brady. When's he going to finish? Well, no, I'm not wishing you'd shut up, but I don't want to keep listening to you. Okay, we have to pick one. So, uh, well, so you're not going to, you're not thinking I wish yeah, you could I'm kiss me. Yeah, I'm not thinking, I w- definitely not wish I could kiss you. You don't love it when I talk to you. You don't, I don't make you feel special. You definitely do not make me, in fact, I usually walk away feeling worse. All right, so you either want hours of my bullshit or you want me to <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's one of those. Well, I don't want 
you to shut up, so I'll go the first one. I couldn't fucking listen to you for hours, though I, you know, I have been known to listen to you for hours. So. It, w- it would be hard to have this podcast if you yeah. didn't want me to shut up all the time. <laughs> all right, question number three. Do you often have dreams of kissing your best friend, Ross? Um, no. That's, that's no dreams. Know. Although I would like to remind the listeners that Haley is in a same-sex relationship, so this is biased against me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have dreams. I have had some Ooh, saucy yeah. dreams about people in my life, though, over the course of my life. Okay. Have you? Have you no, had- probably the only ones I can think of. I would never admit to publicly either. So no. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> but sorry, unfortunately, of all the people that I have dreamed about... They're not, can, not me. They're not in them. I'm not in them. I didn't make the cut. Have I told you how good I am at cutting umbilical cords? Is that going to sweeten the deal? Carry on. Okay, question four. All right. How do you feel when you see your best friend, Ross? Do you feel guarded because he has a tendency to say things that upset you? Oh. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel neutral because you see your best friend Ross almost every day? Do you feel happy to be able to spend time with someone like Ross? Or D, do you feel excited with butterflies fluttering in your stomach? It's got to be A. A, guarded. Yeah, well, let's move on from that troubling <laughs> revelation. All right, five. If your best friend Ross told you that he started dating someone, how would you feel? A. Jealous that your best friend found someone else to spend time with. B. Determined to break them up. C. Fine, just as long as your best friend is happy. Or D. Mad. I would say fine, just as long as your best friend is happy. I just want you to be happy, mate. Is that is that what the question is? Okay. Well, you're actually yeah. nicer to me than I am to myself. So yeah. It's, it's, well, it's lovely. I was delighted actually when you finally started dating someone seriously. You didn't have you fucking moping around and listening to all your <laughs> terrible dating chat and your oh my god, it was the best thing that ever happened when you and Shell got together. Single loveless people are the worst. And if there are any <laughs> listening, I want you to stop this podcast and get out of dating life. Go and get laid already, okay? You're wasting your time listening to this. This oh. is not helping you. <laughs> so no, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier that, that you found happiness. Alright, what's next? Alright, question six. Do you often talk about your best friend Ross to other people? Well, yeah, I do actually. I do. I, I like to, I do gush that I have quite a funny pal, but yeah, I do talk to about you. It's I'm, hard. I'm glad that I inspire gushing from you, Haley. <laughs> it's a lovely thought. I think that's the reason we're taking this fucking test. Isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Supposedly. Alright, question seven. Do you find yourself touching your best friend Ross much more lately? And that's that's actually gonna cause an erection if you keep doing that, Haley. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Quiz over, we're gonna get to it right now. Well, I just, I'd say no because if I haven't completely deloused myself and covered myself in some <laughs> sort of like we've even got sat on the table some hand sanitizer. So, in fact, I've better hand sanitized since I just touched you. Yeah, well, I refuse to have a, a non-Dettol hand job from you anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> I want the antiseptic sting getting into my penis chafe. It's, in, it's vital. Like a Pavlov's dog type thing to hand sanitizer. Oh, it could get into a bestiality territory if you keep going with that. <laughs> All right, one more question. Uh, what is it? so far how many questions oh, are there i think it's we're both oh my god do we have to calculate this whole thing okay let's go let's go all right question eight when you close your eyes and think of being intimate oh yeah, you, you better okay, actually yeah. do this I now. Am doing, i'm doing it when you close your eyes and think of being intimate with your best friend ross which <laughs> one of these best describes your react why are you vomiting <laughs> <laughs> 
what best describes your reaction? Uh, a, it excites me. B, I can't even imagine. C, wow, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> or D, oh no, yuck. Yeah, it's it's definitely a combination of the final two. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're imagining the actual moment of penetration, that would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel more unco- I feel more yeah uncomfortable in a really. Yeah, we're going uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? This this quiz keeps on giving. All right, question nine. If your best friend told you that he loves you, would you tell your best friend that you loved him back? Well, go on. Let's <laughs> see. Hayley and your stash of girlfriend magazines. <laughs> I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I love you all. But mostly, I love you, mostly Hayley. The, oh, I feel like mostly the girlfriend magazines. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that felt horrible. Yeah. I'm, I need more sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, you need to sanitize your eyes, ears. Can you imagine I had to deal with your kind of like pernickety awkwardness my entire life, every day of my life? Well, it's too much for one person. <laughs> That's why Shale only lives here one day per week. <laughs> Spends the other six days in therapy. No, it's fine. That's a natural reaction. So let me go no on that one. All right, question 10. How do you feel when you and your best friend are apart? Sad, anxious, fine, or lonely and incomplete? I think fine's a great word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Couldn't actually feel more fine. No, I think you're, I think you're cruising. I, I think at one point I was very happily living about 17,000 kilometres away from you. I, I think that really was half a decade where I didn't even speak to you. So <laughs> I yeah, it was, it was actually a full decade. Right, you had a successful <laughs> career. And, yeah. Anyway, we've got some okay. quiz results. All right, so what's, what, what's the result? What does this say about me? I feel like this is like Mori Povich. Like I'm reading off the envelope. <laughs> I'm about to tell you. Okay, so to our friend Lorene who posed that I hold a deep-seated love for Ross, what do we say to her? What does the quiz say? Quiz result says, Haley is not in love with her best friend Ross. But, there is a but, you are not in love with Ross, but you do have love for him. Oh, that's good. No, no, I would never oh, make up that, such bullshit. That, that's actually quite my. I do have love. Do you think that's Ross. a relatively yes, true indication? I actually do. I, I, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I've got love for you. So would we say that this girlfriend quiz is actually right on the money? <laughs> would we recommend <laughs> this quiz for other people? For all the, for, I mean, for anyone who's listening to this who feels like there's a possibility they could be in love with their pal, I, I, I mean, I, I put everything behind. I think this is podsnappery endorsed. Endorsed, officially endorsed. <laughs> Where's the stamp? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. And uh, we will uh, get back to Loreen and tell her how much we've shut her down if she doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast anymore because of the desperate love attempts of Haley. We'll, um, we'll we'll communicate that to Loreen. And if there's any other listener feedback out there, like, do you think Ross is in love with Haley? Like, let us know. Hit us up on the Facebook page or yeah, do 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 or spot of podsnappery at gmail.com. We'd love to hear hear your thoughts. Brilliant. Okay, well, I'm glad we've put that to bed. Thank you, Podsnappery Win and Girlfriend. Um, so, look, the backbone of a girl's magazine, it's all about the quiz. So, I've got, got your number. Have I got your number, Ross? Well, yeah, and I'd prefer it if you didn't share it publicly on the podcast. So just <laughs> it is keep... 0434. <laughs> so, look, here, here we're going to chart our future with the ancient art of numerology. Uh, so, look, we I had a bit of <laughs> difficulty actually working out how one goes about 
calculating this numerology because it involves a kind of a mathematical standard that I don't think they taught at Caboolture State High School. It does involve a lot of simple addition. So, yeah, I struggled. (laughs) So, after a few stops and starts, I feel like I picked this up quicker than you did. Uh, After a few false starts, we did actually identify um, what our numerology numbers were. I I got your number, basically, Ross. All right. And your number is six. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a read of this, and you. I guess we can decide together if this describes Ross on any level. So keywords: loving, artistic, judge, service. You are a source of love who enjoys the beautiful things in life. You are family oriented and will fight for justice if it need be. But what you truly desire is harmony. You can be disheartened when you feel like you've become a sacrifice for others' needs and must learn to find balance. Right, okay. Uh, beautiful things in life. Who wouldn't like that? Okay, we'll give that one tick there. Okay. Family oriented. Yes, yeah. I have a family it? and don't actively <laughs> ruin their futures. Mm-hmm. So, well, I hope so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, two ticks. Uh, fight for justice. Uh, I, I'm more of a background fighter, I guess. I'm more, I, I, I more support a cause silently and don't actively try to block them. So, like... I don't want the globe to warm up too much, but I'm not going to go out and do a protest in the streets about yeah, it. Don't be inviting you to sign a petition. Don't be inviting you to sponsor my 10K run. No, I, I won't sponsor anyone. And if anyone hits me up for money via this podcast, um, you, you'll be getting one cent per kilometre of your fun run, <laughs> rounded down to zero. <laughs> uh, what right. I truly desire is harmony. Like, is this talking about my failed barbershop quartet? Like, am I looking for some sick... Four-part harmonies. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you? Once, when when Lisa and I were traveling, once in Spain, we found this flyer in a in a like a I don't know a Spanish pub, and a guy was looking to create a little doo-wop quartet. Spanish like, doo-wop. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it was. I actually shared it on Facebook, trying to help a brother out, but I, I couldn't really see that for you. No, I, I can't see any any Spanish people wanting to be in my life. I can't see anyone wanting to sing beautiful music with me. Aww. I feel like um, this is actually a really depressing yeah. conversation <laughs> point. Let, 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 let's get back to number six. You, you know, you did say something about you being positive or something. Fucking well, not positive. It did. Well. It, but, you know, like I'm feeling a bit off about my music career now, but it, it says <laughs> that I can become disheartened. When I feel like I've been a sacrifice for others' needs. Like, Haley, I feel like you're using me to, to pad out your afternoon right here. It's, it's really disheartening. I am. I am actually doing that, though. I, I have no other prospects. It was this or clean up my room in which I live in, in my mum's house. Yeah, no, that's, that's actually more depressing than anything <laughs> I've got to say. So. <laughs> Not so disheartening now, is it? No. We, we, we're both in a pit of depression now. So. <laughs> well, so, like... Would you say that your numerology has, has got you down pat? I, I'm not entirely feeling it. I'm not saying I hate it, but I'm not. This isn't screaming Ross to me. No, I, look, I, I do like the word judge. I am a judgmental prick. You, you are. So, that, um, I, I, I may have got a bit of extra emphasis on that word for yeah. that very reason. Well, let's settle on. Yeah, Ross is judgmental. Let's go with that. How yeah. Okay. That? Thanks, numerology. I mean, the stars are pretty spot on today. All right. Well, this is Haley's life path. She came out as a number three. Now, can um, I just say, I'm sure you could do if you want to do this at home. Um, I'm sure you can do a little quick calculation of of the thing. Can, can we actually say this on it? I'm going to try and say this. And if it doesn't work, I'm cutting it out. So to calculate your life path number, no, I can't actually explain that. Can you? No, because again, it does involve simple addition, and Haley is just flummoxed. <laughs> because you've got to add double letter numbers to num- like it's it's quite difficult to 
to explain. If I could recommend all our listeners, just just Google yeah. how to work out your numerology. Maybe we'll part. maybe we'll put a photo of this page on the on the Facebook. Ah, uh, see the wonders of technology. See, yeah. yeah. We'll okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna cut all that out, and then we're just gonna we're gonna upload how to calculate your life path number so that you can play along. So I've calculated mine. I'm not sure if it was accurately, but I've calculated mine as life path three. Okay, so Haley is intuitive, optimistic, emotional, has a childlike innocence, and is imaginative. She is a social butterfly, and her childlike innocence and imagination brings joy to those around her. She's developing self-discipline and focus, and it will help her connect with her intuition and positive nature to inspire others. That shit's fucking spot on. Yeah, well, how, how do you feel about it? Oh my god, is it like, seriously, someone been following me? No childlike innocence. No, I'd say you're, you're like a, a filthy nursing home resident <laughs> who's um, been through three marriages and three divorces. <laughs> and refuses to put my teeth and, back in. And found a lesbian lover <laughs> in the home in the later stages of your life. I feel like you and Beryl are getting really nasty in the communal rec room. It's so funny because I always told my mother that that would be my old age, would be that I'd, I'd find comfort in the arms of another woman. And, and I, 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 I feel like I fast forward that... Forward a few years. No, so yeah. So so okay. Well, let's break it down. So, social, but your imagination brings joy to those. I mean, am I bringing you joy, Ross? I, I think I don't know that I'm bringing you joy. Oh, we're having a good time. It's fine. Uh, you don't actively make my life worse. So okay, we'll okay, that's good. I'd say developing self discipline and focus will help you connect. Well, look, you know. Okay, I could probably get a bit more self-discipline. I mean, I did actually eat three Big Macs on the way here. So that's probably got me pinned down there. If you'd been more disciplined, you'd know that with every five Big Macs, you get a sixth one free. <laughs> so you really gave up on your goals there. Thanks for judging me, Ross. <laughs> that's what I do. Can I say, though, this is a small development for this week. I've actually taken up running. Running? I have. Running away from your problems? <laughs> or- Something I've been preparing for for a while. No, well, I, it, it did occur to me that I haven't exercised since about 2008. So I, I, I downloaded in, in 2010 this app, the 5K Runner. Have you ever heard of this? No, this I, I, have, I have a running app, but not that one. Okay. Uh, so oh, tell me about yours. Your, oh, okay. So mine basically takes you from being a fat loser to being able to run 5Ks in eight weeks. Okay. What, is your, what does yours do? What does uh, your app do? Well, my app is uh, a glorified stopwatch and uh, it's a GPS tracker and it, it, it measures how... Well, your phone how... does that anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it just so keeps it's in one neat spot. It was free, obviously. <laughs> it is the Ross of apps, yes. <laughs> it's a cheap piece of shit... It brings uh, nothing to the table. It brings nothing but repetitive skills that are already covered elsewhere. Yeah, no, I'm feeling fine. Like, who is the judgy one out of the two of us here? I thought I was meant to be judgmental. I've got childlike innocence, Ross. Oh, no. You're just full of whimsy. <laughs> so, I'm up to week three of this running app. And you know what? I've got to give it to the app. So, this says here about, you know, a bit of self-discipline and focus. Each week, the app steps up. Obviously, it starts, starts small and kind of builds you up. Each week, at the end of the week, I've thought, I couldn't possibly do any more than that. Like, I reached my running limit. And then the next week, this little... She's really perky as well. She's really annoying. She's like, start running. Ding! And then it's like... I, I, and I feel like I, I clearly have some kind of submitting to authority issues. Because then I just start running. And then she's like, start running. Ding! And then I stop running. And each week, I think, I can't possibly run anymore. And the next week, I run a bit more. 
Yeah, right. Well, you're enslaved by a <laughs> robot phone app. But can I... Okay, if you're a runner and you have a running app that isn't trying to build you from being a loser, which presumes that you have been running for some time, what's the running etiquette? Because the only etiquette I have that I can like overlay on this is, is like dog walking. And when you, when you walk a dog... It's an unwritten rule that you have to like smile and nod at the other person dog walking towards you and your dogs kind of interact for a bit and then it gets awkward and then you drag them away. So I've just applied the same thinking to my running. So I run past someone and I kind of smile and nod and they always look at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. Is, are, you, are you not meant to smile? You don't need, I think the way it works is you don't need to smile or acknowledge just your pedestrian walking the dog. or Yeah, no, or I, haven't, you, I haven't been acknowledging them. Then mean, I'm blanking them. If you're coming head on with another runner, yeah, that's... I think you do. There's at least a, a hand signal, like you know, like a, a cheers, <laughs> mate, for letting me through in the car, sort of finger raise yeah, or yes. just a, a slight wave that's what or I'm doing. a bit of a nod or a, you know, a, a, a sly wink. Yeah, like an acknowledgement of where two people from our lofty heights of running are looking down on the rest of the plebs. In fact, I, I don't think that's going far enough. When I run <laughs> past someone and they're running back past me. Uh, I give them a nice little testicle tickle on their way past, or I give them a slap on the ass and tell them to keep going, sweet cheeks. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to try that tomorrow because I'm telling you, my, my sort of nod and smile, it's, it's not gotten me far. It's gotten me a few weird looks, if I'm honest. Yeah, so if there's any joggers in the North Brisbane area, you might just want to give it a break for a couple of days because <laughs> Haley's going to sexually assault you yeah. on, on your morning jog. Can't wait for that bag tickle. Um, okay, so, uh, oh, hang on. What, what are, we, are we moving on now? I didn't think there was anything more we can add. Numerology. Can't beat it. <laughs> so from from underset, from reconfirming that A, I'm not in love with you, B, you're a judgmental prick, and C, I have no self-discipline or focus to <laughs> help me achieve absolutely anything at all, we thought we were in a fantastic position to give advice to others. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. We're looking down from... <clears throat> The high heights of success and is this, like misery. is this an opportunity for me to be judgmental of other people's questions and problems, perhaps? It absolutely is, because, Ross, the, the reason why, I mean, you know the reason why I've picked up this Girlfriend magazine circa May 2015 is because I'm so desperate to ask you the questions that are plaguing the teenage girls of Australia from... 2015. Yeah, and for a, for a long time in my life, I was the problem plaguing teenage girls <laughs> in Australia. So it's nice to be able to help them out in some way. <laughs> this is Ross's opportunity to give back. To right some wrongs. <laughs> That's what we're doing today, snappers. Um, so, so look, we're just going to jump right in here. So I've got girlfriend, sex advice, warning, content is sensitive and may offend. Yeah, well, I am known as a sensitive sex advice giver, so that's fine. Now, the, the key issue I'm seeing here, Ross, is that I don't think that your advice can balance anything against Dr. Sally Cockburn, who is girlfriend's resident doctor. I mean, are, I, you, are you happy to be going head-to-head -head with Dr. Sally Cockburn? I'm always willing to take on a bit of Cockburn, <laughs> if that's what's necessary to get the job done. How that's not that her name, is it? No, that's got to be a joke. It's actually spelled exactly like the filth that came out of Haley's mouth. It is spelled C O C K B U R N. That, 
pronounced Coburn. It's got well, you, you wouldn't go around calling yourself Mrs. Cockburn, would you? But so. no one's actually going to say Coburn. Everyone's going to say Cockburn. Well, it's a ridiculous. Like, there's surnames like this in in the world that just need to change, don't they? Like, yep. you know, the, you know. Uh, I think I was taught by uh, a Miss Miss Cock K O C H. Oh my god! And you can you can call it Kosh and you can soften it, but you know, why don't we just change the names? Let's round up all these uh, cocks. Yeah, right. We'll just get a bit of cough wrangling going on, and we'll just pick some lovely names. Like, why couldn't you know, Sally Flower? Isn't that lovelier? Yeah, well, I'm sure a few people are asking about their flower. In fact, I'm looking at VagCare 101, so I feel like Sally Flower would have some great insights for me on that. I mean, on, on the on the topic of it, um, are you aware that Health Direct Australia advises against excessive washing or douching of the vagina? Yeah, it probably explains why I never got laid much in my early 20s. No one wanted to go through the douching that would be necessary. <laughs> nice one. That was so beautifully done, Ross. Well done, you fucking douche. Um, so just go easy on with some warm water and careful drying. Change your undies each day. Do we need to be giving that advice in magazines? Well, if anyone needs that advice, then I don't think they can afford to buy this magazine. So they must be reading it for free at the local library. Yeah, well, and if some of our listeners are, thank you for broadening your horizons from the local library. But So change your undies each day, stay away from perfumed soaps, shower gels and deodorants, and keep your towels to yourself. <laughs> I don't, who's sharing their towel around? Who's like I don't know. Wandering the streets, offering your moist towel to someone. <laughs> Okay, so so questions to Ross, right? So well, talk they, to they, Ross. Yeah, well, they were questions for Dr. Sally Wetflower, but um, <laughs> but now they're... Mrs. Coburn. But no, they're questions for me. Let's go. Okay, all right. So Ross, lately I felt the, the need to masturbate. Okay, I'm. <clears throat> just... When are you going to say the question, Haley? <laughs> I need to get the. We've already established you're not in love with me, so stop teasing me with your masturbatory habits. <laughs> Oh, God. Right. Lately, I felt the need to masturbate. I don't want to, but then I feel the need to. Oh, who is writing these letters? I can be lying down at night to go to sleep, but then I feel really horny. I live with my dad. Oh, I can't read that in a sexy voice. I live with my dad, and there is no way I would talk to him about this. Is there a way I can stop this? Wandering via email. Hmm. Well, it sounds like the problem happens when you lie down to sleep. So I, I recommend you just uh, take a whole bunch of amphetamines and <laughs> and go on a 96-hour bender. She's and, bound to in the next few years anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't be content until you're walking up along the side of the highway barefoot and delirious, just masturbating in public because you've let it pent up for too many days. I don't know. You're a ridiculous person and you should not write into this magazine anymore. Well, I mean, like, well, what's, what's Cockburn saying? Is there's nothing abnormal about this? Okay, so, so she's, she's advocating... She's advocating just to get it, get into it. But what about... And, and she's actually saying, okay, Cockburn says, it's a pity you can't talk openly with your dad. I do hope you can talk to him about other stuff. I mean, is this something you are talking about with your dad? Look, are you, are you wanting to have this conversation? Baby Olivine right now, I mean, you know, you're not going to be facing any issues for a while, but she's coming to you saying, Dad, I feel really horny when I lay down. <laughs> the conversation is so awkward. And this woman's advocating, like, talking to her dad about stuff leading up to this. I don't even feel comfortable talking about anything that's approaching this territory. That's terrible advice, Cockburn. Well, she's saying... If you can't talk to dad, which she's shocked that this girl can't talk to dad about her masturbatory habits, 
Um, have dad help you find a female GP to discuss girl stuff with? But having said that, am I being judgmental? Like, okay, so does a lad talk to does a lad talk to his dad about the need to masturbate? Yeah, look. So I, I, I'm reinforcing some weird gender shit here. No, I'm of the opinion that um, some of it's got to be discovered for themselves. But we've had some conversations with our 13 year old boy here in the house. We've taught him about what wet dreams are and puberty and stuff like that. But I don't want to. I don't want to promote some sort of 24-7 masturbation clinic happening in my house because I've, I've got drainage systems and pipes to consider. I've got tissue boxes that'll be being replaced every couple of days. I've got, you know, stained socks and towels that you could crack in half. So I don't actively promote <laughs> masturbation at all with my adolescent it might be a bit different with the girl, but then if I was the father, I, would, I wouldn't even be talking about that sort of stuff. I'd ex- be expecting her to go to a local GP and, and ask all the masturbation questions there <laughs> and keep that filth out of my dinner table. Was there ever a time as a young man you, you considered a need to consult a GP about your need to constantly put your hand on your penis? <laughs> no, but there was a time I had to consult my dad about the GP constantly putting his hand on my penis, so... <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what his medical credentials were. It just seemed to be a post-it note, blue tax to the side of his car dashboard. <laughs> so well, on that note, hairy boobs. <laughs> I think it's just an adult with bad handwriting just touching me. I don't even know what's going on in the world. Anyway, next one. Let's go. and recently started growing hair on my boobs and chest. It's growing very long and I'm afraid that if I cut it will grow back quicker and longer. Help me, I'm not sure what to do. Wax on, wax off via email. <laughs> That's a classic <laughs> pen name. <laughs> okay. Well, I think the only solution here is to lean into the problem and to grow those hairy nipples out. I'd probably be looking at uh, a matching pair of dreadlocks that you could then braid into your burgeoning pubic hair creating some sort of steering wheel lock of hair. And uh, you might be able to f- fashion it into like a crocheted top, like a... <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Do you know, I, I've learned from the girlfriend fashion issue that actually the 90s are right back in. So actually, I've, I've seen a whole double-page spread of crochet tops here on display. There we go. So I think, I think that's the solution. Do not try and overcome the problem, but make it work for you. Pair it with a pair of Doc Martens and away you go. Yep, uh, some feminist manifesto and... <laughs> Not all sorted. Okay, so what about... Okay, this Paul is so freaked out, has written via email. Freaked out has said, My boyfriend and I had unprotected sex and ever since I've been sick. Oh, well, there's similar reactions to your early my, girlfriends. My first girlfriend's <laughs> written in here. Oh. My stomach has been hurting and I'm scared I might be pregnant. What should I do? Mm. Well, there's always the rusty coat hanger option or... Aww. But if you, if you don't feel like getting an internal infection or um, actually committing a crime against the Christian Lord and Saviour... Probably like a pregnancy test at help. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, I'd probably talk to your masturbating GP about it. Or, I don't know. See what Dad's got to say. I'm not your father. I don't, don't bring these problems to me, Girlfriend Magazine. I'm crumbling under the pressure, actually. Okay, so from girlfriend's sex advice, which clearly all of your advice was horrible and should never be, <laughs> be acted upon, let's move to some life advice. Um, you know, I'm looking here at three ways to cope with school stress, so that could be interesting. But what about, 
Well, this is orcs. My boyfriend and I are in a new relationship and we both find it really awkward. Uh, we both like each other a lot and want our relationship to work, but we talk a lot over message and only sometimes at school. It's really upsetting me from sad via email. Well, I think you should invest in a Japanese body pillow and just practice having a relationship with that first. So that would take the messaging out of the equation because unless it's developed its own AI or um, sentience, um, then it won't be able to respond to your text messages. You could practice talking to it and holding its stiff corner tenderly. You could even experiment sexually with the body pillow. And see if you get comfortable like that. Eventually, you could introduce the boyfriend into the relationship and you could have a very productive, uh, polyamorous relationship with the awkward boyfriend, the body pillow, <laughs> and your burgeoning sexuality. I, I, do you know what? I, kinda, I feel sad a little bit. Not that I feel sad. I'm feeling... I'm agreeing with sad You're feeling here. feeling titillated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I can kind of get like... Are you, are you someone, have you ever had a scenario where you feel like you can express yourself better in like text or email than what you can face to face? Yeah, definitely. Before I started doing amateur podcasts with um, <laughs> platonic friends that didn't love me, uh, yeah, as a, as a teen, I, I found it easy to be um, charming and suave over the, uh, the chat services of the day, you know, yeah, like the old ICQ. ICQ and what, MSN Messenger. MSN Messenger chat rooms. Remember when we all went to chat rooms? Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and I was great. I was I was a Lothario in text form. I can see that. But then in real life, really, I was just a blubbering mess and incapable of stringing a proper sentence together. Is this a good thing to be able to practice emotionally expressing yourself via text, or is this what's going to lead to the ultimate, you know, degradation of all ability for humans to interact with each other? Yeah, well, human society is doomed, and I think this letter is a good indication that we're starting the downward spiral now. <laughs> we're going to forget how to breed with each other. We won't be able to talk. It's happening, though, isn't it? Isn't it a major issue in sort of Japan where, where young people just aren't having sex? Yeah, there's only so many karaoke booths you can hire per hour. They're sort of running out of places to, to get it happening. But no, I think this relationship here actually is doomed. They probably should break no, up with each other. This is never going to last. This is horrible. You can't sustain a relationship on awkwardness alone. Like, you need to... <laughs> you you need try to, to make an art out of it. You've got to add unsatisfying sexual experiences into it. You've got to have some just humiliation involved. So if you're not going to talk to each other and actually have a conversation. You're never going to have those arguments that you learn from. Yeah, no, break up and probably just uh, end your existence along with the rest of humanity is probably my advice. So. <laughs> Brilliant. On a real, real high note there, Ross. Well, on that fantastic positive note, well, no, I'll add one final comment to say that this is only slightly depressing because I am currently living 17,000 kilometres away from my wife and we actually only communicate virtually via text. Okay. So, how, how are you finding that? Is it... Is it uh, I think it's fantastic. It I've never fulfilling? liked it so much. Yep. She's witty, considerate, interested in my day. She's, she's colourful. She's, she's Times New Roman. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything I've ever wanted in a woman. golden underline in there, and she's feeling a little bit uh, titillated. But... Yeah, it's winky face emoticon <laughs> when it's time to get sexy. Brilliant. Well, look, thank you, Ross. Um, obviously, Snappers, send all of your questions uh, for advice from Ross to spotofpodsnappery at gmail.com. That's spotofpodsnappery at gmail.com. If you have any life questions, sex advice, tips, what, what, other, what other tips can they write for? I wouldn't suggest, like, property and real estate advice. 
No, if you want to lose, advice. if you want to go to financial ruin, I can help you out with that. Certainly. <laughs> too good at that. Uh, well, that's it for another week from uh, Ross and Haley for Pod Snappery. Thanks for joining us as ever, Snappers, and we'll see you uh, next week for a little bit of uh, motorhome and caravan trader, including camper trailers and camper vans. Mm, that'll be a very camp episode indeed. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> Finally, I'm not the only one. Thanks for joining us, Snappers. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.